This episode contains some foul language because we both have potty mouths. Hello and welcome. <laughs> I am getting confused now. I think we're on episode five. Yeah. Yay. Stab in the dark, probably. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's five. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to introduce the film this week, Isabella? Oh, yes. Today we're covering, I know I say everything's the classic movie, but <laughs> I'd say this is the classic high school movie of our times. Honestly, we only cover classics. Yeah, they're all I mean, classics. Come on, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> we're doing Mean Girls. Yes. Oh, such a great one. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you know what? We... We both debated whether or not to rewatch this before recording because I kind of feel like it's just so ingrained into my body and my soul at this point, <laughs> this film, because it was literally like our entire adolescence. Yeah, it really <laughs> so was. So I was like, do I even need to rewatch? But I did. I did mostly rewatch. Yeah, same here. Mostly. Like, this was one of my DVDs that I had on strong rotation as a teenager. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. yep. <laughs> I still remember the first time I saw it, which was. We're at a friend's house. I feel like this is becoming a theme. It's not like I wasn't allowed to watch these films at home. Like, no. I definitely have watched this film with my parents every time. And he had Sound of Music and Watership Down. <laughs> Those are like two really traumatic films, not going to lie. Or maybe not Sound of Music. But Watership Down is horrible. Yeah, actually. I don't think I've seen it. <laughs> oh no, don't. Please don't. I can't, I can't really take anything that traumatic. And he told me the other day not to watch Toy Story 3. Because apparently that's no. too traumatic. So. Oh my God, it really is. But I think if you hadn't watched the first two or got attached to them as a kid, I don't think you'd find it that traumatic. Okay, fuck them. It's just like you're really attached to the characters and then they end up, you know, in in peril. And right. it's, that is, that's the traumatising part. But. Okay, but to be fair, I watched, um, oh my God, what's it called? The, the relatively new Disney one that's in Mexico. Coco. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, oh. floods of oh my god, tears. It's, it's so good. Oh it's really good. I get so emotional. But I could not cope. So I can definitely still cry at cartoons. Oh, 100 percent all the time. But anyway, I digress. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so I remember watching this around at my friend's house and and like I mean, so it came out when I was like 10, I guess, 10, 11. Um, but I remember it feeling really like grown up and really naughty to watch at yeah. that time because I, th- I think it was a 12 I guess but mm-hmm. I, felt, I was definitely like slightly too young to watch it and it is quite grown up like there's a lot of there's a lot of grown up kind of sexy stuff in there yeah you know? I think loads of the kind of jokes and sexual comments and stuff I definitely didn't understand at the time oh yeah I did not know what rubbers were for example <laughs> <laughs> everybody take some rubbers oh yeah is that a toy <laughs> <laughs> yep no clue but uh you know I learned that's that's why this film was educational for me yeah yeah the sex ed in this film is great yeah you know it's good you will like, get chlamydia yeah and, and die uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh the the gym coach doing the sex ed lessons it was funny as well that's great the soundtrack is amazing I think that that could be the starting point because yeah that's I, I listened to the soundtrack earlier um to get myself in the mood Mm -hmm. and it's it's great I feel like it's got this kind of real like grungy vibe 
yeah which I feel like fits quite well with the with the like aesthetic of the movie because it's not this kind of sweet like funny light-hearted comedy like it's actually like really nasty yeah it's very like it's pretty sharp kind of satire yeah you can you can tell like Tina Fey wrote it oh yeah no it's great yeah I mean it's so well written like it's so good it's just like so quotable I think it's the most quotable movie like that I can really think of oh 100 percent. and it was so quoted like for so many years for our, our yeah for our like teenage years and yeah I mean can you imagine being the writer like <laughs> mm. just think like knowing that you created all of these like yeah like iconic phrases it's the first movie that Tina Fey wrote as well that's nuts mm. what's she written since I don't actually know I don't know <laughs> probably some, some other stuff this was the pinnacle of her career I mean come on first one <laughs> straight in <laughs> but yeah just so many lines I mean stop trying to make fetch happen yeah it's not going to happen <laughs> so I looked that up because I was wondering like was that actually a thing at the time um <laughs> but it wasn't Tina Fey just like chose a word because she didn't want it to be like really dated when people watched it in the future which I thought was oh clever. that's smart so that is smart literally chose it <laughs> there's just like oh there's some absolutely amazing lines like I think one of my favorites is when she uh her character meets like Damien and the others in, in the mall and then uh he says my nana takes her work off when she's drunk and she's like your nana and I have that in common <laughs> <laughs> yes I love that whole exchange like just before that when she comes in as well and she's like oh no I'm just here with my boyfriend and she points yeah. at that like wizard man <laughs> <laughs> literally a wizard I love that so good. I love her character because it's so like it, like it is really sad because she's just this like divorced no. teacher like trying to make enough money to pay for her divorce and she's working like three jobs yeah and she works at like what I can only assume to be like a theme bar or something you know when she's got the like stripy waistcoat on do you think it's like an Irish bar it's called PJ Calamities yeah I don't know I kind of took it as like a, a Chuck E. Cheese type thing or like you know one of those like kiddie kiddie restaurants but then she does it's say a she's a bartender <laughs> yeah you know, so one of those knows. children's bars <laughs> children's bar. oh no, yeah I don't know but I mean it's hilarious yeah and also kind of tragic mm. also it took me so I had no idea when I was younger what carpool tunnel was so you know that <laughs> initial bit when he's like how's your summer she says she got divorced and then he says my carpool tunnels come back and like I think I thought it was carpool tunnel (laughs) oh same no I still think that is that not what it is no it's like carpal like p-a-l oh fuck I really still thought that was carpool tunnel (laughs) carpool tunnel oh Oh, that makes sense because like carpal like metacarpal Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. shit. bringing the anatomy knowledge out wow I really should but, have yeah. thought that through <laughs> but um I was wondering whether he actually like because it's a really random detail to put in and he like keeps the cast on throughout the whole thing so I'm like maybe the actor actually like broke his hand or something he did exactly that oh my god <laughs> I read that in the trivia yeah he broke his hand just before filming so they just had to work it in that's so good yeah. I love it because yeah otherwise it would be like a quite pointless plot device yeah I did think that it was like a weird thing to put in if you didn't need to but it kind of fits with the character just because you know that character of the the principal is is like also really tragic and like (laughs) he like obviously has like and I was kind of like maybe that 
that fits this character that you'd have this really annoying like chronic condition yeah (laughs) but also a kind of stupid one at the same time do you know what I mean like yes it's it's like the kind of most unimpressive injury you can get I guess you're like (laughs) oh I didn't I don't know it's not like I got this injury when I was skiing or like doing something cool (laughs) I just got it from from, like writing yeah persistent (laughs) desk work (laughs) (laughs) yeah Back to the uh, the music, yeah. I think there's there's some amazing songs in this, like mm-hmm. Pink. You know, God oh, is a DJ. I forgot how good that song was. I listened to that today like five times in a row. It's vibes. Yeah, you've obviously got Milkshake by Kenny oh, yeah. in there as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's that that great sequence where they've got the Blondie song playing yeah. in one way or another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I feel like there's a real like vibe of like angry young woman music in it, which was also a real thing at that time. Like, you know, with Alanis Morissette and Avril Lavigne. Yeah. And, oh, it's such an era. I oh, love it. They really it. should have put some Alanis Morissette in. That would have been perfect. Mm. I actually saw at one point that there was an Avril Lavigne poster in Regina George's bedroom. But like, really, I don't buy that she would be an Avril Lavigne fan. No, because at, really. at the time, the era would have been like Skater Boy. Yeah. There's no way. Oh. That's bringing about so many memes. I know. They should have put it in like Janice's room. Yeah, yeah. I can <laughs> see Janice would have been so into Alanis. Yes. Absolutely. And like um corn. <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> corn with a K? That was like a proper grunge thing, wasn't it? No, what was that? Stuff like that. Was that a band? Oh, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I don't know. Some kind of metal band. I can just see Janice being into like, you know, Bullet for My Valentine and all that stuff. I think she's named after a singer. I've read that somewhere. That Janice Ian is like... Is it Janice Joplin? Maybe they named after her. That's the only one I remember. (laughs) But yeah, I've got like a half trivia fact that she is named after some sort of singer, but... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna leave it at that. (laughs) And they play one of the songs at some point. Oh, okay, okay. It's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I love Janice. She's a great character. I mean, so like, obviously the whole her being... I mean, is she actually a lesbian? I don't think that ever gets resolved. But um, uh, No, she's not. No, because apparently this is like this whole kind of plot device that, um, like, that's supposed to be like a wordplay with everyone saying she's a lesbian, but she's Lebanese. But I just didn't pick up on that. <laughs> I read that in the trivia like oh it's this whole like oh it's this whole like wordplay thing and everyone says she's a lesbian but she's actually Lebanese I'm like what's that got to do with anything I don't understand it's never implied at all I don't think in the film is it she that says it Lebanese. at the very end so when um oh. it's um what's his name Kevin Kevin Nepal. yeah Kevin Nepal from the oh, Mathletes we will get on to Kevin Nepal because I love him <laughs> but you know so he dances with her at the end yeah that's true it's kind of implied that they have a thing isn't it yeah and he's like he says that thing earlier when he finds out that like katie might be interested because he goes i only date women of color yeah so then at the end he's like um are you like she said she's lebanese so he's like i don't know it's implied that like that counts enough for him <laughs> I don't know. okay i missed that bit it's all a bit yeah weird. i mean the janice and damien thing and like you know, there's a lot of like low-key homophobia in this film. Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, not even low-key. What am I talking about? <laughs> it's definitely high-key. It's a weird one because it's like, it's explicit, but it's implied that it's allowed because she's his friend. So it's not, 
Um, yeah. There's not like bad intentions, but I mean, it's still not good. So <laughs> no, exactly. And there's also the really gross stuff about Regina, like spreading rumor about that Janice was a lesbian and like yeah, not wanting to invite her to her party because she was going to be around all the girls at the pool party and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's such a horrible, like, thing to perpetuate. Yeah, some things have an age Oh, well. absolutely not. I mean, another one being the fact that she never specifies where she's from in Africa. She only ever talks about Africa as a place, as, a as an entire continent. And also, like, this is really nerdy of me, but, like, I, you know, I'm into languages and stuff. And um, she, so, you know, when she says Jumbo... <laughs> To like the girl that yeah. thinks is African, which also is awful. Like, let's not go there. But um, yeah, so that's like Swahili. And then I looked up where Swahili, like Swahili, is spoken, and um, it's like Kenya, Uganda, and Tanzania or something. Okay. Um, but then later on, they show her speaking Afrikaans to the little boy that she's like fancies, you know. And she's like, my first crush was like Nafume. Oh. And then I'm like, but Afrikaans is spoken in South Africa. So is she from South Africa? Uh, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure they just didn't do the research properly. Uh, okay. <laughs> and it's just like generic Africa. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh, and also there's that re- reference to Ladysmith Black Mombazo. <laughs> yeah, I looked that up actually to see like what it was. Yeah. But you love Ladysmith Black Mombazo. Um, but they're from South Africa. So I'm like, I, I'm kind of swayed towards What's going on? South Africa. But yeah. then, oh, it's just not explained well or explored well at all. And it's just the fact that they no. always just refer to Africa. And I'm like, okay, but it's like a huge continent. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Making it too vague. And there's also the whole thing with when... Um, when they say there's a new student and then Tina Fey just like looks mm. at the black girl and is like, welcome. Like, uh. I'm from Michigan. <laughs> That's not great. It's really not, no. But you know. Again, you hope these jokes wouldn't be made. We left these jokes in 2004. Like, we really did. You know. They're dead. <laughs> I mean, we tried. <laughs> One of my favourite early quotes is when Katie says to Damien that she likes maths and he's like, ew, why? <laughs> I hard relate to that. Like, absolutely not. <laughs> you notice Damien's t-shirt. It's kind of hidden behind his, I think he has like a cardigan on top or something. But he has a, sl- a slogan T, a classic slogan T. And it yeah. says, I'm pretty sure it says free ugly people. What? <laughs> I mean... Do you know what's amazing um, is the map that Janice draws for Katie of like the school. Have you ever noticed how detailed it is? Like, yeah, I try to pause it to look at it in more detail. (laughs) I want to buy a print of it, put on my wall. Yeah, well, they are the art nerds, so I guess they're good at. What is that bit where he puts like ham all over his face? (laughs) Oh my god! Also, why is ham becoming a theme in this podcast? Oh god! (laughs) So much ham. (laughs) We hate ham. No, we don't hate ham. We just don't like it when it's in the wrong places. So this is a second place that it shouldn't be. And he makes Mm. this funny like noise where it's like boop boop boop. And I was trying to figure out what he was saying, but I think it's just noises. I think he's trying to be like an alien or something. I don't know. Uh, I thought it might be French. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. You would have recognized that. Yeah, probably. I don't know. (laughs) 
but it was great. I think it was a mixture of like salami and it was like general deli meats because I tried to get a look at the texture. <laughs> yeah. Can we, like, what is bologna? Because I feel like we mentioned bologna before and I actually don't know what it is. Is it like American ham? Bologna. Bologna. Oh. Is it just, is it like salami? I guess. Or is it Some more, kind of more hammy? Meat. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. There's so many kind of like, oh, when people say lunch and meat, it makes oh, me feel no. sick. <laughs> what even is that? <laughs> it's so vague. It's like just this big slab that you slice. And like, I don't know how it's been made, but. Reminds me of like spam or, you know, that um, yeah. that really disgusting ham that you get that's like 50p and it's, I don't know, like, yeah, just not even ham. <laughs> it's just like generic pink meat <laughs> oh god yeah no it's not Probably good move on from the ham <laughs> for any vegetarians out there very sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry we'll do a vegetarian movie a vegetarian next. special <laughs> also with the whole like different groups and stuff um what are burnouts i think they're meant to be like stoners there's always like a stoner group in every american high school movie i swear it's always yeah. a thing. It's like there's a specific group that will like hang out and smoke the dudes. Very clean. <laughs> um, I don't love the fact that the desperate wannabes group are like the disabled girls. Yeah, I thought that. That's really weird and yeah. bad. Yeah. No. I mean, because a part of me was like, is it good that they've got like disabled actors in this film? Like there's a girl in a wheelchair and stuff, but then no, because yeah. they call them desperate wannabes. No, yeah, 100%. It's like, they're just, yeah, portrayed, just given like really negative <laughs> characteristics. It's not It's not good. I feel like, yeah, Tina Fey probably has some regrets about this movie. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, and going back to, yeah, just other stereotypes, like Asian nerds mm-hmm. and stuff. It's just yeah. super stereotypy. And all the main characters are white. Apart from the principal, but like, oh yeah, very not the main character though. But he is great with the time he gets. <laughs> I do love him. I mean, I can I can recite the entire Kevin G rap. <laughs> really? <laughs> Should we do it? It's really good. Oh my god, I can't, but I'd love you to. Three, two, one. Yo, 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 oh, you suck at MCs, I got nothing on me, I'm a mathlete, so nerd isn't fur, but forget what you heard, I'm like James Bond the third, shush, shaking that stir, I'm Kevin Nepore, the G is silent when I sneak in your door, I make love to your woman on the bathroom floor, I don't play it like Shaggy, she'll know it was me, because the next time you see it, she'll be like, oh, Kevin G, oh, Kevin G, <laughs> oh, yes, pulled it off, oh, my God, finally the time has come you're able to perform this i was really just waiting for my opportunity <laughs> like i wanted to do it as soon as we started but <laughs> literally i was just like when can i do it i've got the lyrics ready i've been practicing okay <laughs> lyric genius is up in another tab <laughs> i did that without any help okay <laughs> no i completely believe you i love kevin's business card where it's like mathlete slash badass mc <laughs> yeah whenever I see things like this in movies or it has a number or an email I always really want to like contact it and see what happens <laughs> Call the number, yeah. so we could have called Kevin oh G do you think just the number's still alive 17 years later <laughs> <laughs> like American phone numbers really confuse me oh yeah they always start with like a they're one they're very long 
Mm. Yeah, no. So speaking of phones, do you remember like how cool like three-way phone calls seems <laughs> when we watched them when we were younger? I don't know if I ever did one. Like I don't think you could do them in England. No, I don't know. We like we never did. No. It seems really, really complicated, but it's probably not. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably just pressing a button. <laughs> I don't know. Or like at least my phone like landline did not have the technology i used to, to get so stressed when i had to like put people on hold on calls at work like because <laughs> i was always like oh do they can they hear when i'm like if i not put them on hold properly and they're gonna like hear what everyone's saying so stressful oh yeah same i have no idea how to use those phones when i like I know, the worst worked in a gym for a while and had to answer the phone it was just i cough so many people <laughs> Bye. <laughs> i just didn't know how to use the phone <laughs> so then i just constantly pretended that like they weren't available because i just didn't know how to put them through <laughs> like i call you back <laughs> honestly the pure stress but like i don't understand because they have mobile phones so why are they even using the landline because i was trying mm. to think this i was like by the time i got a mobile I'm pretty sure I just didn't use the landline anymore because, like, what was the point? But I think those are the days when you had to have, like, credit on your phone. And I guess the landline was Uh, paid for by the parents. So that was, like, free phone time. (laughs) Rinse them for all they've got. Yeah, like, I used to call my friends on the landline, like, loads, I think, because it was, like, free time. Yeah. And remember, your parents always going mad, like, you can't call a mobile number. (laughs) (laughs) I also remember... Not naming any names, but certain friends having to um, save their credit to text boys so they wouldn't be able to, like, text you back so you'd have to call them on the landline. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's so good. (laughs) I'm not wasting my credit on you. (laughs) I mean, I was never saving my credit to text boys because I had no boys to text, but, you know. Yeah, no, same. (laughs) Until um, MSN was invented. And oh, it was yeah. a free-for-all. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Do you remember doing the move of, like, logging out and logging back in again so you could, like, try and get someone's attention? Because <laughs> <laughs> it came up in the corner when someone new logged in. I'd be like, well, I've tried that three times now and they've still not said anything, so... You <laughs> hate me. <laughs> Guess that's that. <laughs> I was thinking about watching this again, how it was an actual thing that, like, you would get your friends to, like, talk to a boy for you. I know. <laughs> Do you want to hear my most tragic story? It's when I was about 13. And um, so, like, me and my friend had made friends with these two boys. And one of them um, said to me, like, oh, I think my friend likes you. Like, do you want me to talk to him for you and, like, see if he wants to go out with you? And I was like, um, okay. And then, well, the boy said this to you. Yeah, yeah. Your... So the boy okay. was like, oh, I'll talk to my friend for you. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And, then, um, and then he came back to me and he was like, yeah, no, he said he doesn't want to go out with you. <laughs> oh, no. I was just like, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I actually have something worse than this. Well, like, it was a very similar situation where it's, like, me and, like, two of my friends at sleepover, and then there was this boy who I'd, like, fancied for, like, a, a year, like, a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, they've, like, convinced me to, that they would call him and, like, ask him out for me. <laughs> So I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, fuck it. And then they did. And then he said no. And then he asked the girl out, my friend, oh, in the same phone call. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I won't go out with her. But do you want to go out with me? <laughs> no. Oh, babe. Yes, I actually can't remember. I think she might have said yes, the actual bastard. <laughs> what a fucking bitch. <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh. I think we were like 13. Yeah, those were the days. Oh, heartbroken. I don't even think I was angry. <laughs> so it's just like, I mean, yeah, yeah cool, I, mean, I fair guess. Play. <laughs> don't really know what to do. <laughs> oh, those are the days of like going to the disco and then you would like think you were like really cool because you got to like put your hands up on a boy's shoulders and dance. <laughs> Oh my god! I still remember my first slow dance was to "When September Ends." <laughs> so romantic. I'll tell you who it was with after this. <laughs> give it the give it the deets. Oh man, what I was do yours? not miss those days. I d- honestly don't remember the song. It was probably something very similar. It was definitely a slow dance. Okay, yeah. It was those one of those moments where everyone had to rush around the dance floor trying to find someone (laughs) and luckily somebody deigned to dance with me (laughs) oh my god that was the same thing that would be like your friends pushing you together yeah oh god friends are just still pushes the days not a day i ever (laughs) wish to return to no (laughs) all right i'm going to talk about gretchen wieners oh okay <laughs> I just feel like she has toaster strudel yeah toaster strudel I feel like Gretchen has Stockholm syndrome with Regina like 100% she's like yeah. she you know she you can just see her like it's like she's behind the eyes trying to escape like the real Gretchen is trying to get out but she's trapped yeah but she also loves her oppressor yeah well I was trying to think like when I was watching it this time I was trying to think of it in more of a like psychological way yeah, <laughs> the whole thing. and I was like well Gretchen and Karen are both like they don't have that much kind of agency like they just do everything that she mm-hmm. says and they just want to impress her yeah 100% um and they're not really like I don't know they don't really kind of analyze behavior or anything like that they're just like no I want to please her like this is the best place to be mm-hmm. even when Gretchen's like she's like I hate her but like I'm not leaving because it's basically like it's better to be in the crowd yeah. and be on the bottom of it than to be out of it because it's like they're still socially on top yeah whereas like because I was like why in that initial bit did Regina even ask Katie to like sit down because like why why would she care and then I guess it's all because like she's attractive so she's like well she could be a threat mm-hmm. so I need to have her oh, in the yeah, group no, where definitely. I can control her because otherwise if she stays on the outside she can like you know mm, she could get with up. all the guys <laughs> yeah. exactly Regina's like definitely a bit of a sociopath oh 100%. <laughs> like, I need that yeah I need her inside the group so I can control her like along yeah. with these other two minions and she's like a stone cold liar. Like she will lie to people's faces. Like you know, yeah. and she, you know, and she's like, "Oh my god, I love your skirt. Where did you get it?" Yeah, <laughs> she's like, the ugliest effing skirt I've ever seen. I know. <laughs> so yeah, definitely sociopath. Mm. But you know, kind of a reformed one by the end, I guess. I love that at the end, it's like she took up hockey so that she could get all yeah. her anger on the field. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good way to take her. But I feel like it was super unresolved that I'm like, she just suddenly changes. I guess she did have a traumatic incident. Yeah. <laughs> but Also, I noticed that that bit is totally foreshadowed at the start of the film because Katie nearly mm. gets hit by a school bus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I never <laughs> noticed originally watching this. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, she doesn't really get redeemed at the end like that much, I guess. Regina. Yeah. Yeah. And then like how yeah Gretchen just like has another queen bee to serve but then I guess that kind of makes sense because mm. that's like who yeah. she is 
exactly she yeah. sounds like she just learns a new language <laughs> oh yeah I forgot about that <laughs> she says I mean I don't think she already knew <laughs> okay I just absolutely love Rachel McAdams I think she's so good I know and isn't it so strange watching her in this now like yeah all of the other things that she's gone on to be in and yeah yeah and also Amanda Seyfried like yeah they're both Academy Award nominated oh my god are they yeah <laughs> can't say the same for uh, the actress that played Gretchen unfortunately no I know I don't think she's ever really been in much else I think she was in like one of those sort of princess switch type like cheesy Christmas movies oh, yeah I think you're right I've seen like the cover <laughs> for it or something on Netflix yeah but yeah, unfortunately, her career didn't quite take off in the same way. I, yeah, I can only really see her like playing this character. <laughs> like, yeah, that's completely unfair because I've not seen her try anything else. But <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. She's really good at this kind of character. I mean, not gonna lie, Lindsay Lohan kind of played the same kind of character throughout her film career. But yeah, mm-hmm. she is so perfect for this, though. Actually, yeah. I also read that um, Amanda got completely fucked because she was originally cast as Katie what yeah and Lindsay Lohan was gonna play Regina George oh okay Mm, but then Lindsay Lohan was obviously like had all the power in this because she was really famous at this point and she basically just decided she didn't want to play the mean girl and she wanted to play uh Katie so then but yeah Amanda Seyfried got like completely fucked because she went from (laughs) the main character to like Karen probably has the least lines out of all of them because like she's just a stupid friend. Yeah. yeah, she's still really good, but like way, yes. <laughs> way smaller. I'm not character. gonna lie though, I don't love Karen as a character. I think it's kind of like lazy. It's just another it? stereotype. Just this like, yeah, this like, oh, haha, she's really stupid. And yeah, long, attractive, like lol. <laughs> you know no, I mean, not really funny. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, she has. She does have some great lines. I mean, do you know what else I noticed this time, which I never really did think about before, but I think following on from the whole um, Josh debate from our Clueless episode last week is like the bit where she wants to get with her cousin. <laughs> like, why is incest like a thing in these movies? I don't know. Like, surely that's not a theme, incest in teen movies. Like, this is just a coincidence. <laughs> It's just like, at least oh, it's no. definitely not shown as like acceptable in this one because they're all like what the fuck are you doing they're like that is so not right no <laughs> and it's like implied that it's only her doing it because she's like so stupid yeah but yeah it's very weird I do love the bit where she's like telling the weather and she's like there's a 30% chance that it's already raining I know and it's like fully pissing Pouring it down, down. <laughs> so funny <laughs> no, I mean she is great in the film, but yeah, I just think I think that whole character just wouldn't really be a thing now. No, I mean basically this film wouldn't exist if it was made today. <laughs> yeah, and there wasn't really ever like I don't know. It's not like people just perceived her as stupid, and then like we were actually showing that she wasn't. It's like no, no, she no, is. She's stupid. actually that stupid. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not a, not a it's not a good look really. Mm. I thought it like going back to Regina being like a sociopath and having her like manipulating her minions mm. I thought it was like actually quite scary when Gretchen's like um uh when Katie says she likes Aaron Samuels and then she's like oh you could think you like someone but you could be wrong and you're like oh yeah <laughs> I know it's like a dictator 
and the bit where she's telling Aaron um she's just telling him all these made up things about Katie that she's like yeah. made um <laughs> she's gonna do African voodoo with his tissue and stuff oh I know it's so like bad. that's it's creepy to watch because you're like whoa she's like fully convincing him that this is true yeah really good liar she's she's great no and she clearly only gets back with him because she's like annoyed that he likes katie so she's like okay i need the power back i was like okay we're saying her name different we need to sell this now wait who (laughs) i'm saying katie and you're saying katie (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's c-a-d-y i thought she says it's pronounced like katie yeah, but you know, in like American in accents, American they say accent. kind of like Katie. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. And this then um, me out now. <laughs> the whole time Janice is like, I'm going to call you Caddy. Caddy. <laughs> God, this is a theme that I just don't know anyone's names in these movies <laughs> that I apparently love. I just can't I love it. <gasps> oh, I need to talk about Regina's bum, aka um, Amy Poehler. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you said Regina's bum. I was like, okay. <laughs> After it came out, I was like, that sounded like I said bum, but I'm going to see how she reacts. <laughs> like, sure. What do you have to talk about? I mean, she has a great bum, but I was talking about her mother. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I love Amy Poehler. The dog when it's just chewy on her, like, oh my gosh. Up nipple and she can't feel so it. so solid. <laughs> so funny. Like, I don't know what it feels like, but like having a boob job but like surely they can't be that numb I mean I don't think so but they still have say, a real nipple <laughs> they're like, hard as rocks <laughs> true I mean look I also read that Amy put um a little like cocktail sausage in her bra to encourage that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I love that image that's the best I did yeah. not know that when um the scene where they're in Regina's room and she like, brings the little like cocktails and whatever. I was like looking out the window and it's like looking over a lake or, lake or something. But I think because it's meant to be set in like Chicago, I think, right? Yeah. So maybe it is literally like just the lake. I, mean, I can't remember what lake there is in Chicago. But... That's probably at least one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's that big one. Because Chicago is like on water, oh God, isn't it? We're just exposing our terrible. Oh my god! I honestly right don't even know if Chicago is like on the coast or if it's inland. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's on a lake. I want to say Lake Michigan, okay. maybe. Right, that sounds about right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. Wait, no, because I thought Michigan's like near New York. So there's Michigan State, but then there's also oh. Lake Michigan. I mean, I could oh have made god, this I'm up. I'm just gonna stop talking about this. <laughs> but uh, anyway. The her yeah, Regina's house is ridiculous. Also yeah. a running theme. God, are we ever gonna watch a movie where like <laughs> it's people with normal incomes? I mean, I'm not gonna lie, like Katie's house is pretty normal, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I was right. It is on Lake Michigan. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Um, I like Janice's house and you know she has the little like shed that they watch the movie in. Oh yeah. That's a great moment when they're watching the movie <laughs> yeah. and then she comes through the door. In her zombie bride outfit. <laughs> Not gonna lie, like that outfit is a vibe. I love it. Like the fact that yeah. everyone else is wearing like stupid little like, you know, mini skirts and bunny ears and she comes in I in know. this full I think it's like her mum's <laughs> wedding dress. <laughs> it's like a full wedding dress and like veil and fake teeth and oh yeah. it's great. I love that she doesn't even take the teeth out. Yeah. She just keeps speaking with them in. <laughs> mm, 
And I also love that Karen's a mouse, like of all the animals you can dress up as. I'm a mouse. Duh. Duh. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, I also realized this time that Aaron is like, has a shit costume. He literally is just wearing his football yeah, top. Like, like that's it. Come on now. Make an effort. <laughs> Boring. Also, how many sports does he do? He literally has all the sports. Because there's one yeah. point where they talk about him being on the baseball team. He also is on the yeah. swim team because there's the part where, they, where they're trying to get him to catch Regina in the act of cheating on him. And they put yeah. a poster that says swim team practice will be held in the projection room above the auditorium. <laughs> I feel like that phrase, projection room above the auditorium, yeah, is like how many times they say in it. my brain. Yeah, 100%. And he takes the bag and she's like, looks like he's headed for the projection room above the auditorium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's classic yeah but I was thinking about Aaron more this time and I was like who is this dude like mm. we never see him with any friends ever no and then <laughs> when she's like all he cares about is his mom and school and his friends <laughs> yeah is that bad <laughs> no I mean I think he's a, I think he's very cute and he's yeah adorable. he's just a good like he's just a good lad you know he like he doesn't he's a good lad he's a good lad like he likes you know he's just nice to people like I mean he does go out with Regina even though he knows he's she's kind of terrible but you know you can't really blame Mm -hmm. him for that yeah I just find it weird that he's not from like any kind of yeah you just never see who his friends are because I was trying to like peg him I'm like well what group is he in yeah I think it's implied that he's popular or whatever but he's just not like he's not with like Jason and those horrible guys yeah yeah Mm-hmm. yeah jason you're such a skis <laughs> i've never heard uh, the word skis anywhere else i know so you can go shave your back now bye jason oh that is an iconic line <laughs> <laughs> i also thought you know they do some of those like animal scenes where she's imagining she's in africa yeah which is a bit of a stretch but whatever <laughs> it's a um, bit wild <laughs> I thought the one in the cafeteria where she like jumps across the table on Regina Mm. it annoyed me because Gretchen like just didn't commit to that part like she (laughs) is not trying (laughs) it's like Aaron's like fully like gone feral and then they're obviously fighting and like everyone's crazy and then you just see Gretchen like stood just at going like this a little bit with her hands I'm like (laughs) she needed to commit way more to that and like she's ruined the whole scene for me yeah Oh, I didn't even notice Gretchen, which obviously is because she was doing fuck all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of my favourite lines is um, Glen Coco. Yeah. More <laughs> for you, Glen Coco. You go, go Glen Coco. Coco. <laughs> and then for Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favourite lines is um, when, the, when Damien's in the girls' bathroom and then that girl oh. comes in wearing like a waistcoat and she's like... Yeah why are you in here and he just goes Danny DeVito I love your work I know (laughs) I'm not gonna lie she does look like Danny DeVito I know I think it's because she's wearing a waistcoat what is with that waistcoat it's a strange outfit yeah it's great that's so funny I use that all the time now if we ever see like a small balding man anywhere around (laughs) I just say to Andy Danny DeVito (laughs) you know what stresses me out to know end and I think is unrealistic is mm. uh <laughs> just before they perform Jingle Bar Rock and Regina's like you just need to swap sides I'm yeah like, uh last minute choreography <gasps> change that's insane yeah so stressful no way. 
no way that would that happen obviously it's gonna go wrong and like that's why Gretchen knocks into her and like ruins the whole thing because exactly you can't just change choreography at the last minute I mean as no. few, as former um, amateur dancers former ballerinas we know this well <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's not even like they're all doing the same bit so it wouldn't make a difference because there's like bits where they turn in mm-hmm. so it depends where they're standing oh no like no way that's literally like a stress nightmare that I have of like having to do like a routine but not knowing it or like something going yeah. wrong and like having to perform it in front of people like honestly like that's that is nightmare fuel oh my god I know 100% <laughs> grim and like <laughs> to make it worse when they come on stage Karen's like that's the best it ever went You're like what <laughs> that's <laughs> the best it ever went like... <laughs> I didn't know that was because they got like a standing ovation and people were like cheering for them yes but I mean they kicked they kicked a fucking cd player into someone's <laughs> yeah. face if that's the best it ever went really? then the rehearsals must have been god awful <laughs> god awful <laughs> but yeah funny yeah i do absolutely love that though it's so funny when they like slap their thighs and yeah, it makes yeah. such a loud noise in case parents like <laughs> <laughs> um the dad is um in scrubs right yeah he's the, the janitor. janitor yeah love him mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't get used enough in this film i don't think yeah i think the parents are funny we didn't get enough screen time i think it's quite insane um after the whole like jumping head a bit but after the regina gets run over by the bus mm. when katie's mum's like all angry and then Katie's like i didn't do it and i'm like her mum actually thinks she pushed her in front of a bus no, like no, what pretty dark <laughs> it's a bit extreme i know she's changed a bit but like i don't think she just attempted murder i know right no. you'd think your mother would know that you wouldn't really recover from like someone accusing you of that either would you like <laughs> that's pretty big yeah i know i feel like even though it's such a huge part of the plot i kind of forgot that people thought that yeah <laughs> in this like they actually thought she tried to kill regina like that's insane <laughs> Yeah, and like well, how was there no like there was no investigation like with the police so I don't really think why people thought that for attempted murder they yeah it off. it's fine I think it would have made more sense if Regina had said she tried to kill me that would be more true to character mm, and then like and then there'd been this whole thing she'd be like fuck you like revenge because Regina is like the ultimate gaslighter as well yeah like throughout the whole thing so she's just so evil I love her <laughs> like when they've seen when she hands in the burn book and she's crying mm. and then he, he's reading something and he's like what's this she's a and she's like fat whore <laughs> 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 goes back to crying yeah oh, she's just yeah full psychopath like she's so absolutely good. dead behind the eyes oh my god yeah and then she's walking through the corridors like throwing all the papers around yeah I love the bit when they're in the all in the hall and they're doing that like workshop um, mm. and Tina Faye's like um you're right everyone who's been personally victimized by Virginia George put your hand up yeah. and then they like pan around and even the teachers put their hands up <laughs> I know I love um Gretchen's speech about um caesar that's <laughs> what i was about to say finally <laughs> cracks and like, yeah we should totally just stab caesar <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really well performed i like really believed it like this is someone who's fucking snapped <laughs> yeah she really earned her money in that scene 
She really did. She was great. Oh, you know what's like crazy is when the um they do the announcement of like who's nominated for the Spring Fling Queen. There's like a TV channel in the school where like the um the office like PA or something is doing the announcement I'm like how does they oh. have like a whole team like she's doing it she's doing the announcement from a TV it's on like screen. on the wall in the classroom oh, I didn't notice that I thought it was just a speaker <laughs> just another thing like that thing in high school musical where they've got this elaborate system of like, <laughs> like TVs and like a whole like channel for making school announcements oh like that God. would have never happened like I know schools are better equipped in America it seems but like surely not that mm, well not that much <laughs> yeah oh it's one of my favorite moments actually when um Katie gets announced as a nominee Mm. and then she's like guys like you weren't supposed to put me in there and they said I didn't and then she's like oh and then it goes to (laughs) Janice and Damien and they're doing like like, "Mm, oh Oh, little of me I know it's really subtle but it's like maybe my favorite bit yeah that is (laughs) a great moment I love that also when Regina says she's half a virgin what does that mean (laughs) I've been trying to figure it out I mean come on I guess it's like is this just like anal (laughs) is that what she means I mean no that is not where I was gonna go (laughs) oh that's what I thought (laughs) I mean who knows honestly I feel like it's not a thing I mean don't know there's a lot of things in this movie though that were like that I read like kind of sexual jokes that were changed to become a bit more like vague because to try Mm. and get a like 12 rating like you know they say someone made out the hot dog yeah that was originally masturbated with a hot dog which made way more sense because I was like made out with a hot dog like what (laughs) why would you kiss a hot dog (laughs) it doesn't make any sense that makes a lot more sense um (laughs) and there were a few other things like that Mm, yeah because I guess if it had been rated at 15 like it wouldn't have had nearly as many viewers no because the target audience must be kind of like I don't know 13 to yeah 18 so (laughs) yeah they had to get they had to get that rating in there (laughs) that's so funny I never knew that (laughs) (laughs) all right what is your favorite fashion moment See, this is a funny one because I remember at the time absolutely loving it, but now it just looks a bit dated. So (laughs) it's actually, it's weird in hindsight. Not a lot of it is, you know, translates to now. (laughs) It's lots of like, uh, yeah, like kind of mini A-line skirts Mm -hmm. and like layered strap tops and I don't know. I do actually, I mean, I wouldn't really wear it, but I do love Gretchen's outfit. Um, when she's wearing it's when they do the like workshop scene and she falls mm-hmm. into the crowd and no one catches her and she's got like an orange t-shirt on and like an orange camo skirt oh. um I mean I wouldn't wear it because <laughs> I just think she looks like so hot yeah. when she's wearing it oh yeah I mean same thing for um Katie's dress in the you know when she has the house party she has the like black oh, yeah. and pink sort of tight dress I'm like yeah I, it wouldn't look great on me, but she looks great, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You really see her fashion, like, journey. Mm. Yeah, because at the start, she's just wearing, like, sort of plaid shirts, jeans, you know. Right? Jeans. Hair in a ponytail. Yes. And then it gets more and more glam. 
It's a very classic. I never noticed before. I thought they were always wearing flip flops, but they're actually like heeled flip flops. They're like kitten heel, <laughs> kitten heel flip flops. <laughs> it looks so good. There's that line when she's like, "I saw Katie Heron wearing army pants and flip flops, so I bought army pants and flip flops." <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, there's so so many of those bits where they just go person to person. Mm-hmm. They're just such big quotes now. Like one time, Regina George punched me in the face. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I also love the like the narration of it as well. When um, when it's like Katie's yeah. inner voice, especially the bits where she's correcting Aaron's maths. <laughs> yeah. She's like, nope, that was wrong. He was so wrong. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I hate that kind of um, that thing that she like dumps herself down mm. to get a boy's attention because that's like. Oh, is that such a thing? I remember even when we were at school, like, yeah, I feel like I definitely did that. And like everyone kind of, it was just so stupid. It's like, just, it's like we're taught that's like a good way to get attention of a boy to like act really dumb. I remember it being embarrassing to like do well in school, which is literally the dumbest thing ever. (laughs) Like, how, how did that become a thing? Yeah, I know. I feel like it definitely changes when you do like A levels. Yeah, yeah. So when you're like 17, 18. It's definitely not anymore because then people are thinking about uni and stuff. So, but yeah, up until that yeah, point. Yeah, up until the point where it's like affecting your future. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Year eight and nine sort of yeah. time, it was definitely a thing that you didn't want to appear too smart. Yeah, no, I actually like, and you don't want to like put your hand up too much because you're like, I've answered too many questions. <laughs> not that I'm saying I had the answers to everything (laughs) everything (laughs) I just pretended I didn't you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah fully but at least they address it like Miss Norbury's like don't do that yeah and then she stops doing it in the end so Mm, it is addressed yeah it's turned around which could bring us on to life lesson (laughs) you know I feel like yeah it's like the wanting to do the wanting to do the maths because that's who she really is and like Mm -hmm. she doesn't need to be like Regina to get everyone to like her because actually it's just all fake and uh yeah it's just a load of crap just be your true self I feel like that's the message of every movie like this (laughs) I know like most teenage movies are yeah yeah, be your true self I think it's a good message you know it is a good message (laughs) but I think as I was saying last week with the princess diaries like I just don't think there's much point telling teenagers that because you just can't see that until you're like in your 20s I think <laughs> it just doesn't get through to people like we watched this movie a million times and we <laughs> still didn't think that <laughs> I know and yeah teenagers are always going to follow the crowd rather than like yeah not true authentic selves but everyone goes through yeah. that phase and everyone comes out of it the other yeah. end so it's inevitable it's just the experience of being a teenager yeah. but basically it's if you want to join the mathletes you do you hun fucking do it <laughs> yeah you do you hun <laughs> could be summed up just yeah. that really have that the math competition is also a theme that arcs back to uh high school musical <laughs> oh yeah the scholastic decathlon <laughs> i just don't remember that being a thing here ever no we just didn't have the same kind of clubs that they do yeah. and like what are their clubs like the AB club and like they have so many clubs a school's just like way better funded <laughs> they are you know we did have we had nowhere near as many we had like fucking hockey and like I don't know the history club but like <laughs> I joined the orchestra for like a hot minute but um 
It was honestly terrible. It was like... Did you play? Clarinet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But um, it was was so, so bad. It was really badly organised and dysfunctional and, like, we never got anything done. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't really... I did hockey until my traumatic tooth incident. (gasps) What? I didn't even think I know about this. Oh, yeah, you know, like, my one of my front teeth is dead. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's from hockey. Very oh. gum guard kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, like, I'm sure they're, like, mandatory in school now, but we were still on the brink when we were there. <laughs> I don't think I ever had one. I think you only had to wear one if you were in goal. Yeah, I mean, you definitely should wear them. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm living proof. The only other thing I have to say is like my plot hole of the movie oh, is yeah. when Katie is uh, pulling, um, like snapping the crown in her empowering mm-hmm. speech at the end. And like that fucking crown breaks into about 27 different <laughs> crowns. Like there's no way that, that one tiny thing would make that many pieces. Literally be so. the tiniest little scrap of a crown. Yeah, like there's just that prop is, is fake. Yeah. And like it even shows Gretchen like after she throws it to Gretchen and Gretchen holds up half the crown, <laughs> like half of it. And then you're supposed to believe that like 20 other people get a piece. <laughs> cool. There's no fucking way. Absolutely. Cool. Nah. Yeah, no, no, no. Fair, fair. I mean. Do you have a plot hole? I've already, I think I've already said my plot hole, which is that she's from about three different countries in Africa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's very valid. <laughs> also, I noticed like when I was watching it with subtitles because I always do because I'm lazy um and I can't bother to pay attention properly so I just read the subtitles and said I think I need to start uh, doing that oh I want to see it's life-changing I'd get but, people's names at least yeah I actually do you know what watching these films back I've got so many more details from from the subtitles like mm. just stuff that I misheard every single time I watched it yeah um, especially weird American kind of catchphrases and stuff yeah and people's yeah, names that, that are spelt in the slightly unusual way and stuff but um Mm -hmm. yeah I noticed in the subtitles that at one point it just says there's softly African flavored music playing (laughs) like (laughs) what is African flavored music oh (laughs) jeez it's not a good description was that the very first song no it's at some point throughout I mean because they they have all these kind of African drum bits that yeah, kind of play yeah, yeah. throughout the movie or like it's kind of like her returning to her roots or whatever and I'm oh like God, yeah. she's not from Africa like she's <laughs> literally American like <laughs> these are not her yeah. roots she's like a colonist <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah. yeah god this is true this is true oh my god a bit more trivia do you mm. know um and, and a crossover with High School Musical okay. Ashley Tisdale auditioned to play Karen Oh, okay. I could have seen that actually. Yeah. But I do think Amanda Seyfried has this great, like, just vacant, like, look, doesn't she? Like, she's great. In yeah. It. So, yeah. 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 No, she is. It was Amanda's Seyfried. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't say her name. Um, this was her first feature film. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just can't imagine how pissed off she must have been the whole time filming. Like, I had the fucking main role until <laughs> Lindsay Lohan just decided to do it instead. You mean like, her and Lindsay <laughs> just hate each other for life. <laughs> I'd be pissed anyway. So, <laughs> so well, next week, 
Oh. We have decided to tackle Twilight. Ah. And I'm very excited. I do you know what? I love the first I love the first Twilight movie. We're only going to be covering the first yeah. one because, you know, I think it's the only one that's worthy of of discussion personally. Yeah, yeah. But. Yeah. And after covering the trifactor of high school musical, I think uh well, I would say that one was worth covering, though. Oh, yeah, I would say so, but I just don't think... That's that... a whole masterpiece yeah. we need to discuss. I the don't whole think arcs. we need the entire five Twilight films. No. Oh, yeah, there's <laughs> five, isn't there? Why, why do all those fucking, like... They all had to split the last one into two, didn't oh, they? Oh, God, I know. That became... I think, did Harry Potter make that a thing first? And then just, like, every teen series mm. just decided to split the last film into two? I think they did. Like, Hunger Games did it. That was a pointless waste of my life. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> like waste of anyway, my life. Anyway, I'm excited to discuss the first Twilight oh, movie. We're going to do because... Hunger Games, too. Oh, yeah, I love Hunger Games. I have so many feelings. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, Twilight is very, very nostalgic, I think. It's going to be great. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah. It's maybe one of the most insane movies out there. Yeah. Like on the surface, you think it's just like an average, you know, teen movie, but then when you really analyze it, it's like actually oh, insane. So much to discuss. So, yeah, we'll yeah. get into it. Get pumped. And then right. we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Follow us on Instagram at nostalgiafix podcast and Twitter at nostalgiafixpod that's right yeah <laughs> or you can email us at nostalgiafixpodcast at gmail.com and please rate review subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on and we'll see you next time <laughs>